This is Bill Risser. And Molly McKinley. And we're talking relationships. All kinds of relationships, from starting new ones to nurturing existing ones over time. And each week, we'll highlight something that inspires... Or triggers us... To help get to the root of why relationships are key to our happiness and success. Hey, Bill. Good morning. So today we are going to be talking about our relationships with work. And we can go in lots of different ways with this conversation, but in our 15 minutes we have together, let's focus on our relationships with work. Yeah. So what does that even mean to you? There's there's work and there's jobs. Then there's like yes. career. Yeah. So like you said, there's lots of different pieces to that puzzle. Uh, all three of them I think about differently, I would think. Uh, so I'll let you kind of go the direction you want to go and I'll follow along. Well, I think it's interesting that that's where you start too, because that's actually where my head goes is you have a job, you know, you have your work or your life's work. And I don't think most people are probably not doing, um, their jobs are not necessarily their life's work, which is why we have hobbies and we, you know, volunteer and do all of these other things because, you know, we're, we're complex beings that need lots of fulfillment from all different things. But for the sake of this conversation, you know, I guess I keep going back to this notion of right living. This is something that I'm really focused on um, in my own personal life right now. And, you know, for me, right living is, you know, am I doing work that's honest and valuable and service oriented and something that is aligned with um, my person. And I can't help but make this natural connection to real estate because I actually feel like this home and the sale of a home is so incredibly aligned with relationship and right living because we're talking about the sale of someone's nest, you know, the very base of our existence. Right. So I don't know. I just, I feel like it's very, um, it's it can be inspired work. That brings a, a thought to mind. When I when I was a branch manager for Chicago Title in Phoenix, it was a pretty routine job, right? Escrow and title. I mean, title insurance is the least sexy <laughs> type of insurance out there. There's <laughs> there's nothing cool about title insurance. But what I was able to focus on, and this really was key to the relationship building I had to do with with realtors, was making that experience for the buyer or the seller something special when I had them in my office for the 45 minutes to an hour, right? And yeah. so, yeah, so really treating that uh, transaction, which is not a relationship sounding word, right? Transaction. transaction. Yeah. yeah. But turning that transaction into something that um, was meaningful. Uh, I really cared about how this was going to um, finally transition the house to them or help them sell their home. It really was a, a focus for me. And, and I know there are realtors there. You can talk to Jay Thompson, right? Or uh, you know, Nick Bastian, who's got real life out in, in, in Phoenix. And they really appreciated the fact that that's the way I would close those transactions. So uh, hmm. that's interesting. I never really thought about it until you said that, right? That this, this is, that's how important that was. Well, I mean, I think it's kind of magical. And I, you, you've touched on something that I've actually been sort of struggling with too is, you know, there is the transactional piece in real estate, right? It's a transaction between people, mm -hmm. but we sort of have muddied that word in terms of it being like short-sighted or, you know, short-term. And 
transactional meaning the opposite of relational, but it is still a transaction between people, right? But the relationship aspect and layering on the meaning and the intention really is what you were doing, whether you know it or not, right. was you were holding space. And, you know, you were, you're creating a moment, you are holding space in a moment. And that is actually very, very cool that you are doing that. So you actually are a yogi and you don't even know it. <laughs> I, well, look at the time. I got to go. No. <laughs> I just totally ruined Bill's street no. Bread. <laughs> no, I Look, I, it really, it's so critical, uh, you know, that whatever, whatever your work is, uh, whatever your career is, uh, that there's this sense of pride. And if you have that, you know, you have to have a, for me, that's kind of the, the tying in that relationship part of it as well. You know, I don't care when I worked at Foster Freeze as a 15 year old, I wanted to make sure that every cone I pulled for a customer had the right curly cue at the top because I was proud of what I was doing. And uh, I think that that's carried on in my life. I'm now in my late fifties and it's the same thing. I want to make sure that everything that I'm doing, um, I'm, like you said, honest and open. And I make sure that I'm doing the best I can for that person because there's always someone else involved, whether, and now it's a, someone in the real estate industry, it's our, it's a sales executive. It's my boss. I just want to make sure that I'm keeping everything, I'm doing everything I can. For me, that's the relationship that I have with what I do. With your work. Yeah. yeah. And okay. Yeah. So true story is I also used to pull ice cream at Susan's premium yogurt. Nice. And had the exact same experience and, uh, you know, always over poured, right. Cause I wanted the experience to be great. Um, so who knew that was a fun little um, connection. We didn't even know we had. Right. So, you know, and it doesn't, again, you've touched on this and it should be, um, it should be amplified here in this idea that it doesn't matter what the work is. It's the, um, spirit behind the work or the intention behind the work. Um, I think that really matters. And that is, that is the relationship with the work is maybe our, our thoughts or, or why, or, or how, and the purpose and, and again, the intention of the work um, is maybe where it all comes down to. But when I think of real estate agents who are truly happy and like I, Katie Clancy just keeps coming into my mind because she's, you know, she Im- exudes this wonderful positivity and energy. And she also is very successful in her business, but she, I think has a right relationship with what she's doing. She sees herself as, as, as a facilitator of, of homes and, and also a, um, you know, and all of the marketing that she's doing is really just about serving the community. So she's being able to carry all of these, these things that we talk about in terms of be a community ambassador, you know, be a a servant, be valuable, be an expert, you know, but she actually is living these things, which translates into this right living, which I believe this relationship then becomes a much more fulfilling way to work. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, it's funny you mentioned Katie. I, I have an interview scheduled with her tomorrow for another podcast that I do. Oh, <laughs> so, the real estate sessions. There you on, go. Yeah. So I'm really excited to chat with her because uh, I had a long talk with her at Realtor, the realtor.com summit in Vegas. Uh, 
Yes. And I, I get what you're saying. Her and doing some research on how she, her relationship with her work, that's exactly what it is. Uh, she's, it is. she's done amazing things. Let, let me, let me ask you this. What would you say to a realtor who doesn't, who has struggles with that, who doesn't understand that, or maybe they're, it's not the right fit that this is, you know, this, this, <laughs> we know people like that, you know, these we are not sure people, do. we won't identify those people on the podcast, but we know them. What, what, we'll is, wrap is, them is, in love. yes. Is there something, <laughs> what, how, how, how can you help them? What would you say to them? Gosh, that's a really good question, Bill. And this kind of like plays into what we were talking about in episode, um, eight or seven, I'm not sure about how people aren't naturally, um, you know, we aren't teaching about relationship building as much as maybe we could. We just sort of assume people are good at it, but gosh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that, that is hard because this is an industry where you have to interface directly with people closely, right? You Mm -hmm. do need to care and listen and all of these things that we have been talking about. And if you're just kind of going on your own, in your own mode and on your own way, and you're not, I just don't think you're going to be very successful unless you have a specific role. I don't know. There's, there's something for everybody, right? I mean, that, that is also true, but the agents who are really winning just seem to be natural servants. I think that's the word that I'm looking for. And I have interviewed a hundreds of agents at, for in my, in this industry as part of, um, with my experience with AdWorks and beyond. And that is sort of a common thread. And it was, it hit me like a ton of bricks the first time I ever saw it. And I remember this, I was interviewing Mark Spain from Mark Spain real estate mm-hmm. in Atlanta. And he is an intense personality. He really is very focused and very driven and maybe was the most intense interview I've ever done. But while he was talking, I had this epiphany that agents who are at the top of their game fundamentally un- have a servant's heart. That is, That was it. Everything else was really about, he was really, wanting to serve his customer and make sure that their experience was top notch. And it just, I remember it just hitting me at that moment that that was sort of that thread that I kept hearing in people who were winning. And um, so again, that's just kind of one of those things. So if you don't have that mentality, that mindset, maybe there's, you need to find another system then perhaps, but from what I've seen, that is the common thread. I'm seeing more and more of that myself, uh, even with, as you mentioned, top producing teams. I think about Jeff Seabach and Phil Sexton. The Seabach team is the name of their, their operation out in Phoenix. And it is all about the consumer. It's how to connect. It's serving them, serving their needs. And you're hearing mm-hmm. that more and more and more. And you didn't, hear, you didn't hear that 10 years ago. Well, that's really in connection then with right living too. So we kind of have pulled it all back full circle, right? That this idea of what does the relationship with your work really mean? And I I think if, if work can become a part of a way to serve and better your community and align with your values, that's what we all strive for. 
whether it's, and it doesn't really matter what job that is, I guess it's really about the work. Yep. Yeah. The work. I love it. Well, Molly, you you know what I'm about to say, right? I do. It's, it's that time already. Yeah. We're, I think, you know, we, we, you and I had a conversation when we started this podcast that really honoring someone's time and making these short little bits will be valuable. So I know you have an idea for, uh, episode 10. What is it? All right. So, you know, we kind of started to touch on it today and this is why I would like to take this a step further. And when you're in this real estate world right now, there's so much discussion about disruption and will the agent be relevant in the new world um, of tech and all of that. So let's break down the idea of relationships specifically to real estate now, because we kind of talk around it all the time, but let's just focus on on this relationships in the new world. I like it. Sounds good. That'll be episode 10. Uh, uh, so thank you very much for tuning in and listening for, to episode nine. We really appreciate it. And uh, thanks for telling a friend. It's how the, uh, our little podcast continues to grow. So Molly, thanks. I'll see you next week. Thanks, Bill. Take care.